1: Welcome to the Super J-Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. How's it going, my friend? Feeling pretty well, right? We're, uh, again, we're still in that little lull period of uh,
0: post-G1, and we're waiting for New Japan to finally do some shows. It's been a while, it feels like. I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of New Japan. I've watched a lot of classic stuff, but I haven't watched anything new. Uh, but we, as, as what always happens, Joel, we do a show, and then uh, mere hours later, they uh, announced something good, and that's those destruction shows. Uh, and we have a full lineup for three shows, which um, I like. I mean, I I'm, listen, I, I we'll discuss further, but I, I like the shows, and I like the main events, and they're going to put all their chips on the table, and they're going to give us everything we want in those three shows.
1: Well, now that you've mentioned the, this post-G1 Blues thing, Let's jump straight into a question from NJPW Thoughts. He said, how do you guys scratch your wrestling itch during the post-G1 off-season? Well, I would say that I don't have much of a wrestling itch post-G1. I think the G1 well and truly scratches that itch. So post-G1, I kind of like going back to having a normal life and doing, you know, boring shit like spending time with a wife and playing video games and, and stuff like that how about you yeah I, I mean i watch i watch
0: some stuff if somebody if, if you hear a show is good or if uh there's you know something going on elsewhere that's a that's a must watch i mean i'll check it out i mean truth be told i watched you know i mean we talked about it the other week i watched that uh nxt takeover show um but yeah i i it, it is kind of a you know, I, I sit here and I open the show with yeah oh, there's no, no wrestling," and but it's kind of good. You know, it's kind of good to recharge your batteries a little bit. I, I'm I, I'm not superhuman. I can't watch wrestling 24 hours, so I'll just watch like mash reruns. <laughs> and um, what else? I've been watching Scrubs. I've been watching a little bit of Scrubs. You know, only only old sitcoms, apparently. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of good. It it you, I feel like you need the break because if you just went straight through, it, it's a little tough. And um, aside from the takeover shows, I'm trying to think of, is there anything else that was really on our radar to watch? Um, you watched the TNA show, the, the the Impact or whatever they're called now, um, which was good. I watched that, too. Um that's about it, right? I mean, I I can't really, I don't really think that there was anything major that I that we needed to watch. So I don't, know, it kind of works out very well, just the recharge of the batteries kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I've been binge watching some TV series as well. Uh, there was one, I, and I'm not a big anime guy, but there was one series that was recommended to me by John Carroll, and it sounded right up my street. It's called High Score Girl, and the whole aesthetic and premise of it is based on early 90s arcade games Hmm. so for example the first episode is all about uh, Street Fighter 2 so that was really cool for me you know they feature a lot of stuff very heavily uh, footage from the old games and stuff and I'm really into my retro games so I really enjoyed that and also, there's this sports documentary called All or Nothing, and I believe they do—they they cover lots of different sports and sports teams, but this time they did an eight-episode series featuring uh, the English football team Manchester City, mm. who you we were speaking about last time you visited their stadium. Yes. Um, I think the Gallic- Gallica brothers are big fans of this, and they have behind-the-scenes access, they followed them for the whole season, and... It's really, really interesting stuff, some amazing footage and, and stuff within the dressing room and speaking to the, the staff and talking about the transfer dealings and all that kind of stuff, which is uh, very interesting. For anyone who's a fan of sports in general, I don't think it's just exclusive to football fans. I think if you're interested in sports and the workings of a huge team like Manchester City, then definitely check that out. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, we have
0: something like that in the States, so uh, our our Football, our American football season starting very soon. So everybody's kind of hyped up for that. Um, and then that kind of begins my busy season, actually. So when football starts, um, hockey is usually right around the country. Their training camp opens in September. And then basketball opens shortly after that. And then I got three sports I'm covering. So I'm like at the arenas just about every fucking night um, covering these, these bozos. Um, but we have... Um, uh HBO does a, a series called uh is it Hard Life or Hard Knocks or like it's, and they follow a specific team one team um for the entire duration of training camp and it's always good like the behind the scenes stuff when they have to make player cuts and they have to uh uh like trim the roster down to the, the, the what is a 52 man roster for football um and you know just the, all the personalities and the ins and outs and the behind the scenes and then the locker room stuff you know stuff that I don't even see having access to them in the media um it's it's just a cool thing i don't know so yeah i've been watching a little bit of that so uh yeah the sports season is coming it's right around the corner my joel my busiest season is right 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 up against it so uh literally when we do these shows on sunday it's it's do the show take a quick shower get dressed get my bag boom over to the stadium to cover a football game and then and then back and then pass out (laughs) <laughs> so so that's going to be that's going to be my months uh leading up to about april is when everything starts to slow down
1: i'm very excited about my first ever nfl fantasy draft which will be taking place this yeah. saturday afternoon so me and a lot of my friends mostly americans uh we're going to be getting together going to the bar and so if anyone's got any tips for me on which players should be on my short list and Strategies for picking, then do shoot them my way because I think I need all the help I can get because I know practically nothing about American football. But that's good. I've been told to pick up wide risk. Uh, no, not wide. Running backs first. That's what I've been told. Yeah, because They're running backs, the good
0: ones are in short supply, and and you can pick up points based off of your league probably quicker than just about any other position. Right? um Yeah. So that's always kind of like the rule of thumb is get the good running backs first because they're in short supply there's a there's a, f- a few decent quarterbacks out there um like but you could get through the first couple rounds but yeah you'll you'll see the first couple rounds people suck up those running backs quickly um, but here's the thing too though it's also also very good that you don't know anything right because you know people just I'm sure you've done a fantasy you know premier league you know uh pool thing right um, and you have allegiances and you have favorite players and you're kind of like you're trying to, to pick people with your head, but sometimes you start picking people with your heart and it's like, eh, it's not the best strategy.
1: Yeah, it's already happened to me. Yeah. Got my fingers burnt as an Arsenal fan. Picked way too many Arsenal players and we lost our first two games and I'm bottom of uh, all <laughs> my draft. So right. Right. there you go. So just kind of go for the best player. Ava- like
0: After the running backs are all kind of scooped up, go for the best available player. Don't even worry about position. Just get the best available player, and yeah, you'll. And then, and then here's the thing though: you build your allegiances. You'll, you'll, you'll know who the fuck. Uh, I don't know. I'm just picking a guy at, at the top of my head. You'll know who. Um, Dak. I don't know. I don't. I can't even name a name. But you'll then you'll you'll have players on your team that you're like, I would never know this person in my entire life, but now I do, and now I have to root for this schmo on the Arizona Cardinals of all places. All right, very good. Uh, so, good luck with that. That's this week. If you need help, let me know, and I can. Uh, at the very least, I know people that that can help you. I might not be the one, but I can find people. I'll text somebody, and be like, "Can you pick this guy or this guy?" Uh, and you go. But the draft is always fun. The draft is always probably the the most fun part because um, everybody gets together, you're at a bar, have a couple beers, and away you go. Speaking of beers, Joel, you know what? I've had a beer in
1: fucking. Three weeks? Yeah, three weeks. Massive congratulations to you. You are doing an excellent job on your healthy eating, yeah. healthy living plan. So let's all send Damon some you know, thumbs up and well wishes for that because you are doing an excellent job there. Yeah, yeah, I'm double digits lost already.
0: Um, I mean, I, uh, people say, oh, some of that's fat, some of that's water, whatever. I don't give a shit what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I got that April goal, my man. I got that April goal. I got two goals, the fucking – Not be uncomfortable sitting in a in a fucking middle seat, and or any seat. I just want to not be conscious of it. And then two, I gotta. I'm gonna wear a fucking Fred Perry polo. (laughs) That's really all I want. And then I'll be happy. All right, very good. Uh, so we got all that and football, and we're on our way to twenty minutes of nonsense.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked about crisps yet. So NJPW Thoughts also says, Joel, get your hands on some all-dressed chips from Canada. Mm -hmm. You'll be in heaven. Now, I did actually do that because we have this uh, shopping online app thing in China called Taobao. And I had a look on that and I managed to get my hands on these. uh, I think they're from Ruffles and I got the French versions, which are called assaisonne. I probably pronounced that incorrectly, but I think that's the same thing, and it's supposed to be a a combination of like barbecue, ketchup, salt, and vinegar. So I will let everyone know as soon as those arrive because I'm very excited to try them. But um, obviously, you're not allowed to have any no. because you're a healthy man now.
0: Well, I mean, listen for at least for for for, for like two and a half weeks. I am so uh, we'll uh, continue on. Note that this is more of a. I have a streak going so i don't want to break the streak that's really what it is and you know you know i feel good so all right anyway um but here's the thing too you sent me a tweet and i forget who it was from um but somebody one of our faithful listeners got his hands on two cases was it two cases of strong zero right uh and and i my head exploded so then he you know I saw where he got it and I went about to to get it. So the actual cases were like $60 US, right? You know how much the fucking shipping was? I I told you actually. <laughs> but it was like 400 US to ship it. I was like what the fuck? So um, whoever, if you know who, 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 that person who tweeted you to, to, uh, show that I, I just want to buy two of them. Can can I buy just two of those please? Um, and
1: then, uh, that would make my life very happy. I don't know if I can drink it. You get, I think it was JDM, I believe. Ah, who, yeah. He got his hands on them. I could be wrong, but JDM, if you can spare a couple of cans, <laughs> send them David's Please. Way. My God. It was like torturous, but you got to check the carb count. I, I can't have carbs, remember.
0: So, uh uh if, if, they, if they are hot bring them to msg yeah yeah bring oh if you bring him to MSG, is he going to msg if, if, if i tell you what if he goes to msg i'll pay double what he paid for those and uh i'll buy him a uh, i'll buy him whatever he wants a beer a drink a t-shirt whatever the fuck he wants i just want that strong zero
1: all right well let's get into the wrestling talk then so these destruction cards came out and the first major card on the docket is Destruction in Hiroshima which I still feel is a very unfortunate name for this show yeah. but uh, there you go so Saturday September the 15th and the two standout matches on this we've got a never openweight six man tag team championship match between Taiji Shimori, Tangela and Tamatonga against a team of Ryusuke Taguchi, David Finley and Juice Robinson and then in the main event we have our IWGP heavyweight championship match between Kenny Omega and Tomohiro Ishii so That certainly raised a few eyebrows. People were expecting that for King of Pro Wrestling because, if I'm not mistaken, in last year's Destruction Tour, we didn't get an IWGP heavyweight title match that will saved the, the Okada against Evil match that was saved for King of Pro Wrestling so we've got one here um, so we've got a question here actually it was JDM it was Mr. Strong Zero uh, isn't it surprising that they're doing both Ishii Omega and Tanahashi Okada which we'll come on to that's one one of the later shows this early instead of King of Pro Wrestling or Power Struggle so how surprised were you Damon that seeing this Omega Ishii match announced for this Destruction show and what are they do, what are they playing at doing it so early. Yeah, uh, I, I was
0: surprised. Um, it looked like, like I said earlier, it looked like they put all their chips on these these shows, um, and they're banking on selling out these buildings, right? They're, they're, I mean, not that they would struggle to anyway, not that you know, uh, I don't think they needed to to have these loaded main events. I mean, I'm sure the undercards are are going to be pretty underwhelming um i'm sure we'll see plenty of tags uh but but again if you the the main events are what's selling you know interest to these shows and that's a that's a hell of a that's a hell of a main event for again a a we'll call it the third string destruction show so yeah i am a little surprised I'm, i'm more than a little surprised i'm very surprised um which Kind of has me scratching my head of okay, they must have something up their sleeve for King of Pro Wrestling, um, and and shows after, so I, I you know kind of leads me to believe, well not believe but kind of question like what do they have up their sleeve because you know everything hopping out of G one seems like or I, I would say not everything but but a lot of the things and a lot of the major things hopping out of G one looks like we're gonna we're gonna see on sooner than later. Which is which is good from a fan perspective in the sense of, hey, we don't gotta wait for this shit. We, we you know, this is all stuff that we really want to see and we're excited for. But on the other hand, it's okay, so what what else we got going on later on in the year? We still got, you know,
1: you know, September, October, November, December to get through before we hit the dome. Yeah, I'm racking my brains as far as this King of Pro wrestling title defense, what well, that could be, because I'm assuming Omega's not losing the belt to Ishii. So then the only other people who beat him in the G1 were Toriano, which was not exactly the cleanest of wins, and Kota Ibushi. So do you think we are going to get either of those men challenging for the title at King Pro Wrestling? Um, I would say either, I don't know if you're going to get a, a, a
0: IWGP heavyweight title defense. And I think if you do, I think the one that would, that stands out above all the rest is uh, Omega and Abushi, right? Um, so if, if, you know, and again, if we're talking about getting these things squeezed in during the calendar year, I mean, that's that's probably the best opportunity to do it. Um, or, uh, again, keep in mind that we have an intercontinental title that has yet to be defended in months. Um, and, and, and I don't think to me and i could be dead wrong i i've been dead wrong before but i kind of just feel and i don't know anything other than just a feeling i, I don't think jericho goes into wrestle kingdom with the I, intercontinental title um and so that might be right where uh naito gets a little redemption and and picks up his 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 title where um you know where where everyone thinks he shouldn't have lost it in the first place. <laughs> but uh that's neither here nor there, Joel, but I think that might be a good spot for Jericho to drop that Intercontinental title being that you know, it's 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 it's
1: as the, as it's cooling off as they say. So, uh let's let's do it there. So, do you think we're getting this Evil against Jericho program or do you think that was it's been dropped or it was just incidental that it was Evil doing the run into save Naito from Jericho well usually not right usually
0: usually not with this promotion usually there the, the breadcrumbs are there for a reason so I think we might see it um I don't think that we'll see I mean well it's hard to say I mean I, I can't sit here and say that that there won't be a Jericho title defense against evil but I don't know when that would be number one and number two I mean, what do you think is a sexier matchup? Naito against Jericho or Evil against Jericho?
1: Naito against Jericho, but if we're looking at kayfabe, then Naito hates the Intercontinental title. So I don't see why he's got any motivation to win it back. So in that sense, it would be more interesting to have Evil win it and see where the story leads from there.
0: Okay. So then what do you do with Naito?
1: Well, that's the question, isn't it? He's... (laughs) He seems to be the odd man out this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and we talk about that a lot about you know those those
0: people being the odd man out for that particular year and you know getting put on the back burner and then getting reheated up at a later time. Um, that might be the case. And and listen, I know we have a ton of of listeners that are huge supporters of Naito. That that can't sit well. I mean, especially coming off of you know what many consider a a bit of a disappointing G1. And I know a lot of people had him penciled in to, to main event wrestle kingdom. Um, and again, you know, that, that cup of coffee with the, with the title, you know, doesn't really satisfy a lot of people and, and giving him the, 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 the spot that, that people think he deserves. Um, again somebody's got to play a back seat and i've i've said it before that i really feel like that there is something that they just don't see in him to be that top guy whatever that 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 is and i see him more as a nakamura as opposed to an okada but uh, you know uh, to me intercontinental title is is a perfect fit for him and winning that back at, at a king of pro wrestling and, and kind of moving jericho out of the picture a little bit that that might be the best bet. And again, you could still use Jericho. That's not the, I just don't see him going into Wrestle
1: Kingdom defending the title. That I just I just don't see that happening. Do you think Jericho is going to get a high profile singles match at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't even think he's going to be there. I don't even think he's going to be there. And again, I I don't
0: I don't have anything to say neither here nor there, but I just kind of think that that might have been a, a a one and done when it comes to Wrestle Kingdom. I think the program. I think there's. I mean, if, if I'm looking at it, and, and we're and we're leading down the road. I mean, I still think that Tanahashi Omega is is is, is the biggest program that you have right now. Um, I still th- think that eventually we're going to have Okada Jay White, right? So then you know what's left, it, you know. When it comes to that intercontinental, I don't, I don't see like an Okada Jericho. I don't see, um, you know, Sonata Jericho. I, I just think it's it just makes perfect sense. He listen, Jericho's not. I mean, excuse me, Naito's not going to get his win back, right? Now, here's what you can do. And again, we're doing a lot of fantasy booking here. But what you can do is have Evil Jericho at King of Pro Wrestling, and and Jericho wins, and then Jericho does defend it at at. Wrestle Kingdom I just got a strange feeling we're not going to see Jericho uh, at Wrestle Kingdom
1: and how would you feel about that would you think that would be a, a mistake or is it not something that bothers you I I didn't think he was going
0: to be here period right so everything everything that he's done so far this this year has been gravy because I, I truly thought that the Wrestle Kingdom appearance last year was against Kenny was a, a one and done kind of thing um, now I was, it was funny because when we were at New Year Dash, I was sitting right next to our good pal, Eric. And, you know, I was like, how do you not fucking have Jericho on this show? And I kid you not, probably 10 minutes later, he's at interfer- you know, he's running in on into, in Naito's, uh, post-match, uh, uh, Mike interview thing, blah, blah. So. I don't know. I just feel like there there has to be Naito getting his revenge. I, I think that's still in the docket. That, maybe that does happen at Wrestle Kingdom. I wouldn't be upset if he wasn't there. I'll be truthful. I wouldn't be upset. I think New Japan has so much talent that um, Jericho doesn't have to be there. Um, and, and truth be told, I think there might be other things that that, that gets bubbling up before, before Wrestle Kingdom. So, again, I, I just think that Right now, I wouldn't be upset if Jericho wasn't there, and I just got a strange feeling that he won't be there, and I, I think he loses the title before Wrestle Kingdom. What do you mean when you say things bubbling up? I think I think people will. I think you, you will have more people jumping over to New Japan. Um, uh, decent names before before Wrestle Kingdom. I, I truly believe that. Are you going to tell us who, or are you saving that for later? I mean, I, it's the usual suspects, right? I think I think we'll have usual suspects, that, that every every name that's been popped up. And again, do I know something for sure? No, I don't know fucking dick all. Uh, have I been told that there have been talks? Yes. Th- that I have been. I'll tell you that right now. Who? Um, hey, who are we talking about I'm, I'm, here? I'm, we're talking about Punk. We're talking about um, uh, Anderson and Gallows. We're talking... Um, I mean, they're, they're the whole the whole
1: WWE usual suspects. All right. Well, I'll have mixed feelings about that. Carl uh, Anderson I would take back in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But Gallows, I mean, do, is that a tag team that we really want to see back? I think we've got enough sloppy Gaijin tag teams in New Japan as it is. I think they would be welcome back with open arms. Um,
0: and again, you there's always the the mumblings and the rumblings about Nakamura, right? We always, we, we've heard that, that for months now. Um, I mean, I mean, right now we got Neville come, not, I don't want to say coming back, but I think everybody's assuming that that's going to be the case, right? With, with, with that news breaking last week, that he's officially out of his contract, um, whether he's a heavy or, or a junior that's, that's yet to be seen, but, um, I think I think we'll see a lot, I can't say a lot, but I think before Wrestle Kingdom, I think we'll see a lot of names, I just said a lot, don't say a lot, I think we'll see a few names um, that we all recognize, um, taking a walk over to uh, New Japan, I really do.
1: Okay, well we'll touch on Neville a bit later on, but just a few other interesting things from this show in particular, we got another singles match between Hanari and Bad Luck Fale, which... At the G1 final, just turned out to be a two-minute squash match. I mean, I'm assuming this is going to be another squash match. But do you think there's anything to be read into the fact that they are the only other people on this show to be getting a singles match? It is again, yeah. It is weird, isn't it? Um, I did notice that
0: myself. Which it kind of—I don't want to say it stuck out like a sore thumb, but yeah, why? Why are we doing that? (laughs) Right? There has to be some significance to that. Now. Maybe it's just Hanare kind of getting a um, a more competitive outing, right? And and having close calls and nearly getting a win. Truth be told, I can't. I really can't see Hanare getting the win over Fale. Um, but again, I think it is significant for a rematch. Um, and and he can only he can only do a better showing in you know pro-wrestling talk, you can only you can only have a better showing than the squash that he had uh, G1, so I don't know, I think there's something there but I, I can't imagine Hanari getting the pinfall win over a Farley. Like, I just can't
1: I was in thinking some sort of, if you can't beat them join them scenario where mm-hmm. he just gets so fed up of getting battered by Fale every night that he decides to join the firing squad, although I'm not sure how that would work, I don't know if it would necessarily make sense for them to accept someone into their faction who they being beaten up who they are beaten up so easily but uh, I don't know that that was just my feeling that there seemed to be a bit of buzz when the firing squad first appeared that Hinari would be part of them and Hinari even himself seemed to be sort of hustling towards trying to get an in to the group so watch that space I think interesting developments there yeah um the other thing if you had anything else to no to I, that. I was just
0: about to say that's an interesting take on it. I didn't even consider that so yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a possibility. Stranger things have happened from there. Again, there has to be a reason for this match to occur again. It's not like everybody was popping on the internet just dying to see Fale and Hanare again. So, you know, there, it does seem s- something will
1: happen of this. I, I I would hope, unless they're trying to heat up Fale for another big singles run. Mm, great. <sighs> okay uh another interesting note from this card is that we have ayato yoshida coming back he's in a tag match he's tagging with michael elgin against killer elite squad so do you think this is a step towards him permanently joining new japan and moving away from the kind Tai dojo i hope so right um the, the more you see from him the
0: the, the, the the you know everybody's raving about him um I mean, I know you're a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I, I remember hearing Meltzer uh, on one of his shows, kind of ba- basically saying that he's just shocked at at the progression of of where he this this guy started from and where he is now, and and just the 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 growth that he has had in just a short amount of time. So, I hope so. I can, that's the that's the best I can give you i i can, I don't have anything definite or not, but it's a good positive sign more times you see 'em the
1: the uh, the stronger that that possibility is for sure and we've also got a six-man tag team match with Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, and Kota Ibushi against the team of Will Ospreay, Chucky T, and Beretta. So Beretta's back from injury, Chucky T's returning. Uh, how happy and excited are you I'm, to see the return of the best friends? I'm angry, and I'll tell you why. Because I just saw uh, Trent uh, not
0: like two weekends ago, and I specifically fucking asked him. I was like, look, when, when you're heading back? And he's like, I don't really know. I just found that a little shocking that, you know, a week later they're they're, they're booked. Could, could have said, "Yeah, I'm coming back next week." No, nobody wanted to know the difference. Um, Maybe he didn't know. All right, give me a scale of one to ten on the on the likelihood that he didn't know.
1: A week, <laughs> <laughs> right? You might be listening to this. I don't want to be casting aspersions. On I'm his, not. Uh, I'm just saying. You know, he withholding the truth from you. I hope.
0: Listen, I'm just, uh, just asked a question. I mean, no, no, I mean, listen, I, I, here's the thing. Even if, even if, like, I went, I breaking news, Trent Beretta is coming, but, you know, all right, you know, I don't think that would have been uh, earth shattering and, and spoiled his deal. I don't know, just, uh, just a little bit, yeah, yeah, this month. You yeah. know, actually, you know what? Here's what I'll say in his defense the exact question I asked was, do you think you're you 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 guys are going to be headed back for tag league? And he said, Yeah, I don't know. So he did. He might have answered the question that I posed to him. Now he might not have you know felt that. Yeah, no. Well, I'm actually going back in two weeks. Okay, I didn't ask that question. I asked are you going back specifically for World Tag League? So fair, to 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 uh, be fair to him, I maybe I didn't pose the question properly.
1: Yeah, that was a terrible question. And you're trying to to bury him for being coy with his answers.
0: (laughs) No, no burying at all. But uh, I know a lot of people are excited for the best friends. (sighs) Scale of one to ten, how much of a best friend fan are you?
1: I think Chucky T is a funny guy on commentary Mm -hmm. and on Twitter. Mm -hmm. But in terms of his in-ring work, doesn't really do it for me to be honest right. so he i think there's a reason why he's just a journeyman and has never made that big step to the next level to establish himself as a, a big star i mean i know he had the pwg run but that doesn't seem to have transitioned into anything meaningful mm-hmm. uh, i do like barretta i think barretta's got more upside than chucky t does i enjoyed Beretta's u.s title challenge against kenny omega um, was that a destruction last year? Or, uh, I can't remember when it was, but uh, that was a really good match. So I say I'm higher on Beretta than I am Chucky T. Although I do think Chucky T is hilarious. Okay, and I think it's that's fair, right? And I think uh, I think Chucky T good, but he doesn't
0: show his his uh, skills with a Z uh, as often as I would like. Um, I don't know. They're okay, right? I think I think people like their goofiness, and I think they like their silliness and their best friendness and their Twitter antics and all that stuff more than they actually like. Once the bell rings, you just kind of like, I don't know. It depends on what you're into when it comes to the pro grabs, right? If you're into the, the comedy, you you might definitely dig them. I know, I know, I know one person who's just she's just like the biggest fan, and I'm sure she finds them both adorable, but. Yeah, I mean, i just kind of like, okay. Like, like she'll text me every two seconds like, no, they're going to be in here. They're going to be there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad you're a fan. That's great. Um, but, yeah, I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm probably like a,
1: I'm probably a solid 5, right? Solid 5, I'll give you. That's about right. OK, well, let's talk about the next big destruction show, which is Destruction in Beppu, which is an amazing name for a place. I wish I lived in Beppu, uh, which is on Monday, September 17th. And in the opening match, we got a six-man with Yuya Emura, Manabu Nakanishi and Yuji Nagata against Yota Tsuji, Hiroshi Tenzen and Satoshi Kojima. So we've got Kojima coming back. I know that's something we touched on last week, uh, but it's the return sort of of Tenkozy. so... Are you more or less excited for the return of Ten Cozy than the best friends? Ah,
0: oh, um, I might be more excited for Ten cozy only be- and, and, and 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 it's a one-time deal. I think after a while, you know, I'm going to be okay. But uh, just to see him back, right? Just to see him back in the ring and and uh, hopefully healed as much as he could from that. Uh, was it ACL or MCL or a combination of both? So, yep. Uh, just 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 for tonight, I'm more excited to see uh, them return than I am
1: for Best Friends. Uh, we've got a singles match between the aforementioned Yoshida against Takashi Izuka, which is interesting mm-hmm. that they're giving Yoshida a singles match this early on. Uh, we have Best Friends against Killer Elite Squad in a tag team match. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the co-main event, never open weight championship between Hiroki Goto. And the challenger, our Lord and Savior Taichi. Mm. and then in the main event we got a special single match between Tetsuya Naito and Minoru Suzuki. So, your thoughts on Goto against Taichi and Naito and Suzuki, please?
0: Well, he, I mean, this is this is kind of like for me anyway. Uh, let let's see let's see what you can do, Chi. Right, you're you're in a spotlight main event match, semi-main, whatever you want to call it, top of the card. Singles match um, against a guy who can go. <laughs> Pardon the pun. So uh, I know people sometimes tongue-in-cheek are, are uh, with the Lord and Savior stuff and all that fine, fine stuff, and that's fine. It's funny. We're, we're, we can all get a laugh. But here we go. At the end of the day, it's about, to me, w- match quality and match enjoyment. Now, again, if you're more a comedy person – Great. If you're more of a hard hitting, I'm going to see two guys knock the shit out of each other. Great. Whatever end of the spectrum you are in, um, I Tai Chi could do both. Uh, we're going to find out, right? We're gonna we're, we're absolutely going to find out. Now, again, the last really good match that he was in, he was put in a position where you know it was with Elgin and and Goto and himself, right? So again, he had a little bit of wiggle room. He didn't have to to do it all, right, he didn't have to go all out himself, this, this
1: is a singles match um, on an, you what, what about his uh, singles match with Osprey at the Strong Style Evolve UK show? I thought that was very good. It was good. It was good. Listen, I'm not saying he can't, I'm just saying
0: are you, right? <laughs> that's, that's really what it is, because again, I, I, not to, you know, constantly rehash old sayings and things, but I always say it's it's the tap on the shoulder. It's your turn to go, and and I think the, the majority of the roster, I think just about everybody on that roster can can perform at a high level, him included. Um, let's see if this will uh, result in one of those uh, good to great matches. That we're all f- have our fingers crossed. Do I, listen. I don't want to see a lot of nonsense. I don't want to see a lot of bullshit. I don't want to see a lot of. Uh, I, I just want to see a good match. And, and and that's really what it's going that's going to be my barometer of am i hand waving tai chi again or am i getting more invested in him all i want is a good match here limited bullshit limited nonsense um and the spotlight is yours win me over
1: well look this is a guy who's been trained by Toshiaki Kawada so you know that he's got it in his locker and You've seen in the matches earlier in the year with Naito and Tanahashi that he can turn it on and put on those exciting closing stretches that we expect from a a high-profile New Japan match. But the fact is he hasn't been given the opportunity to shine much this year. Aside from those two matches, the three-way, I mean, there's only so much you can do in a three-way match. And to to me, all the singles matches he's been in, he's done a really good job. So I am expecting this match to be good. Um, What do you think is the ceiling on it? In terms of snowflakes, and do you think he's got any chance of winning? Hmm. I'm. I'll say he has a chance.
0: I'm not going to say it's a complete n- no fucking way. I mean, it is the never title, and stranger things have, have happened. Um, it's not like it's uh, you know Okada evil going into you know <laughs> the, the show before Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I say he's got a shot. I think it's below fifty. But I think he's got a shot. Um, snowflakes, I'd be thrilled. I would do cartwheels if 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 we can hit a four. If we can find a way to hit a four, I would be thrilled with that. I, I, I'm not going into this with, with a huge
1: expectation. Um, I th- wait, wait. So, so have I got this on record that if this match is rated four stars? By who, we can discuss that at a later date, but if it's objectively given four stars, you're going to do a cartwheels. Wheels? You you specify Uh, plural. I don't think I could do cartwheels. Two cartwheels.
0: Can I do a cartwheel, stop, collect myself, and then do another cartwheel?
1: I would settle for that. Okay. Yes. All right. So, wh- whose rating are we going by? Well, our do we have own. to both agree? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't care about anybody else's. I mean, you could
0: throw Meltzer's in there if you want to, but I don't. you know, That doesn't matter to me. Um, it's it's, and I'll be I'll be honest and objective as as anybody. If 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 I think it's a four, I'll tell you it's a four. Now I'm not. Fu- like, here's the thing. I ain't fucking videotaping this shit. Just FYI. If I got to do two cartwheels, I'll be like, I did two cartwheels, but poorly. But I'm not fucking videotaping it. There's no way. I, I won't even sit on our Discord channel. You think I'm gonna fucking post a video of me doing a cartwheel at this point? You're out of your mind. Can you send it to me privately? No, I, you're gonna, I promise I won't You share. will. You will. You absolutely. You're a liar. You're. I will not. We, I'm offended that you think I would betray your trust like that. I hope David. not. All I. Right, all right, I'll send you. I'll send it to you. But if it's if this gets out, oh, I'll. Uh,
1: I'll sue you.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, don't fucking...
1: I'll, I'll do it just to yeah, settle it. it back. It, this will be, it'll be worse than the CM Punk Hulk Cabana thing. It will be. They call it Cartwheel Gates. <laughs> right. Listen, if you and the missus want to sit over dinner
0: and fucking laugh your asses off and watch the video a thousand times, that's fine. I'll take, my, I'll take my lumps. But I don't want this fucking on, like, our Discord channel or fucking tweeted out or anything like that. But if I lose... But again, we got to hit four... Collectively, four stars between the both of us. And again, you could throw in an impartial person. How about this? How about this? Um, let's name an impartial person, one person, who, who, is, who, who has no no uh, horses in this race. Um, it could be Meltzer, if you want. It could be uh, Rich Creach. It could be... Uh, so you know, whoever you want, and we'll pick it. We'll pick the person, and the average between me, you, and that person, that'll determine if it's four stars. How about that?
1: Yeah, that's. How about good one of the say. listeners? How about one? No, no, I don't trust. Yeah, yeah I no. That someone listens, I, 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 what about I don't W. H. Park? Him. He listens, and he's got, he's got his credentials. He's a, a trustworthy voice in the wrestling world. Okay, all right. Or anyone else who's listening who thinks that they trustworthy. Can be Yes, and then we'll make it. We'll decide on a panel. We'll come up with a short a list. panel. Yeah, let's have a panel. That'd be good. Okay, we'll have a short list of panel. Maybe two or three people.
0: Average between us, that those three people, the average, and then we'll go from there. Sub- submit your resume. Tweet, tweet Joel. Submit your resume to see if you want to be in this panel. This high-ranking, authoritative panel uh for this this honestly now i'm more into this match than ever <laughs>
1: like like literally and you've also you've got to submit your ratings for the taichi against naito and taichi against tanahashi so i can make sure there's no anti-taichi bias here
0: or or overly pro right right i don't want to... john carroll get in touch yeah no yeah do not <laughs> you you are not allowed um uh... But yes, that is what I that is what I want. I want an objective panel of three people plus our two, which will be five. We'll get the average, and then away we go. And then it's 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 two cartwheels or non two cartwheels. Whew, I got to practice my cartwheels. <laughs> I, think. I can't wait for this show. Yeah, this is good. And I'm, I actually am kind of interested. Now wait a minute. Now if it's not four stars, what do I what do I get? What do you want? I don't know. A strong zero? Can I get a strong? Anybody? Um, no. no. Let's. Um, Hmm, what do I want? I'll figure that out. I'll sort that out.
1: It's just going to be nothing big deal. Maybe a, Maybe you do two. Can you do two cartwheels? Yeah, but I don't see why it would make sense for me to be doing cartwheels for uh-huh. a below par taichi match. I'd be disappointed with that, if anything. Shave your head?
0: <laughs> loser,
1: lo- loser loses their hair? <laughs> hair versus cartwheel. Yeah, match. hair versus cartwheel. Yin?
0: Huh? What do you think? No, he's sat in. I'd, I'd have to get my wife to sign off on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we'll figure it. out. We'll, we'll figure out what 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 I will get. we return. but as as it stands right now, it is cart a cartwheel death match uh, between Taiji and Goto. A cartwheel death
1: match. I love it. All right, and the main event then we got Naito against Suzuki. Their last match at I believe it was Wrestling Hinokuni was slightly disappointing i think some people went overboard in burying it and saying how bad it was it wasn't a terrible match it just didn't really live up to the expectations. so why do you think they're going back to this match now great question um i i really don't know i i I was i was
0: somewhat surprised at it um i wish i had an answer for you i I wish i had i wish i had a hot take i wish i had a because uh, you're right, I, I, it was disappointing to me, and again, I, I don't think I laid the boots to it, but it really wasn't that spectacular. It wasn't even like, great. Um, I would put it in a, eh, good shoulder shrug kind of column. So, I wish, I wish, I really wish I had an answer for you. Um And again, maybe this is a, a building block and a stepping stone for future events, King of Pro Wrestling and and onward, but uh, yeah, it, it it did seem weird to me uh, that we were going so quickly back to this.
1: Any prognostications on who wins that? Because Naito won the first one, and my only guess would be that it's an attempt to heat one of them up for something at King of Pro Wrestling. But I'm really scratching my head in terms of what they got for King of Pro Wrestling and what they got for Wrestle Kingdom. Like, what, what do you do with these guys?
0: I'll 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 follow that up with two questions of my own. One, what do you really honestly, in your gut, think they're they're doing with Naito? And two, do you honestly think that they would do Suzuki-Naito at
1: the Dome? No, I don't think so. Because that will be the third time within the space of, what, eight months? Something like that. Uh, So I don't think that would be a particularly hot match gun to my head. You know, we like to put guns to each other's (laughs) heads. I did
0: see see, see somebody say that. Why does Damon always have a gun to his head? I don't know. It's just a, a, it's a, it's a buffer saying that I have. I'm sorry. Um, But what, what, I mean, what, honestly, what, where, where is Naito in the mix? Where, where, I mean, I just don't, I I just don't see what they're doing with the poor guy.
1: Well, I was just going to say the Jericho match, but it's not something that interests me personally. Uh, I, not really got any interest in seeing Naito Challenge for any of the other singles titles and I know it's okay to have someone take uh, take a seat on the bench and let some of the other guys take centre stage for a show like I'm not one of these people who you got to crowbar all the big names onto the biggest show of the year it's okay to just feature The hottest acts in big, high-profile matches, but to have Naito not doing anything significant, let's say within the top three matches of this show, would be very, very strange to me. Yeah, and and also Suzuki, no idea what he's going to be doing either, which is strange.
0: Well, when we do our Wrestle Kingdom predictions, right? I I have a list of kind of where I see. You figure that there's, you know. Well, let me let me see what I have on my paper. I won't I won't give it away yet. But one, two, three, four. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six. You figure there's about six singles matches on a Wrestle Kingdom show. Six, maybe seven, right? Singles matches on a Wrestle Kingdom show. That leaves a ton of people in tag matches. And according to to what I have. There's there's some names in that column of that are going to be just in tag matches and in possibly multi-man tag or multi uh, you know you know triple threat matches or whatever you want to call it. Um, There's 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 more than a handful of people that are big names that are kind of pushed to the side Um, if you know the biggest names have singles matches and and we'll go over that in a second. But um, I I was kind of shocked at kind of trying to shoehorn in big names in in programs um that i really feel like why, why am i why am i trying to shoehorn it should be established but uh, we'll see we'll, we'll talk about that in a second
1: all right so a bit of a strange main event there and next big show we got destruction in kobe uh, which is what took place when i went to kobe with the destruction of my delicious kobe beef mm. A bit, a bit of a tenuous one there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone. Uh, Sunday, September the 23rd. Uh, we have... Let's go through the card and see what's jumping out at me. Um, nothing much, really, until we get to the top two matches of the show, where in the semi-main event, we have got the semi-final of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship tournament between Kishida and Bushi. So let's take a moment to discuss this junior heavyweight championship tournament that they're running. So Hiromu has relinquished the belt and they did a, a funny little video on New Japan world with, was it president Tsukubayashi having a conversation yes. with the Mr. Belto-san. Very cute. And now we've got a four man tournament. So we've got Kishido against Bushi and the winner of that will face off against the winner of Osprey and Marty Scott So first of all, your thoughts on that tournament and names that have been left out. And what do you think will go down between Kushida and Bushi? Well, you know, as I talked about before,
0: I, I kind of considered it just a single, you know, top two contender match. And that's your new, your new champion. So they did take it one level further, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be a massive tournament involving everyone, every junior you know, bracket style, and I didn't, I didn't see that happening. So uh, it kind of fell in line with my train of thought. Um, I, I, I think it comes down to. I mean, uh, <laughs> they do like to throw in monkey wrenches, and they do like to throw in surprises. I still think Kushida wins. He beats Bushi. I still think Osprey beats um, Skrull. And it's and it's Kushida and Osprey for the title, uh, but they again they do like to throw in a monkey wrench. And I'm trying to think if of the two matches, which one would be the mon- the monkey wrench? And I think to me, the Skrull Osprey match might be the one where Skrull advances. So uh, I would put my money on Osprey and Kushida. But if I'm looking for a dark horse, Skrull might be my guy.
1: I mentioned last time about the potential of having Bushi win a tournament and win the belt as a tribute to his uh, temporarily fallen comrade, Hiromu, and there being some kind of, I don't know, sentimental value in doing that. Uh, Any thoughts on that? Do you think there's something that we're likely to see? And in terms of Bushi's output and his, his ceiling for this match, I mean, how good... Do you expect this of Bushi match to be? I think it'd be good.
0: Um, I I mean, I know a lot of people shit on Bushi, and for whatever reason, he's got this knock of being the guy that's you know, if we're ranking juniors, he's at the bottom of the barrel. But um, I mean, I, I think he's fine. I don't think he's terrible. I think he's good, actually. Um, no, I uh, the the storyline is good. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's heartwarming, and it's uh, I think it's what it, you know, if we're saying what the people want, that might be a great story. Other than you know, maybe a tired and and rehashed Kushida trying to save the junior heavyweight division. Right? We're all waiting for Kushida to take that step up to the heavies. But uh, patience is a virtue, I guess. With New Japan, um, it's a good story. I don't think it'll happen though. I think they go. I think this is a safe bet and a safe scenario. Now, I will say this. And again, we mentioned his name once again, and we'll we'll do it here. Uh, and again, I'll pose a question to you. The winner of this tournament, you know, is going to have someone hop in a ring, nose to nose, challenge, hold the belt up in the air, point at you, nonsense. Scale of 1 to 10, how likely is it that that person
1: is Neville? It's really difficult to say. Because if I were Neville or Pac, I'm assuming he's going to go back to the Pac name, I think immediately sliding into the New Japan Junior Division would not be the smartest move. Because, and this is not a knock against the New Japan Junior Division, because I've seen some people saying really bizarre things about how terrible it is and how badly booked it is and it's just leaving me scratching my head like you show me a promotion that books a junior division better than new japan does because yeah sure if you're not in the title program then you don't get a lot to do but you get so much as a junior in new japan compared to other promotions yeah you get you know you got the old best of super juniors tour where you're putting the spotlight and headlining shows, and it seems to me that the junior title itself has been elevated somewhat this year. It's it's headlining shows, it's co-headlining in some of the biggest shows of the year. Um, so, I think people who say like, oh, you know, Neville left WWE, doesn't want to be a cruiserweight anymore. Why would he be a junior in New Japan? It's false equivalency. It's, it's a totally different pool game because there's a number of reasons why he was unhappy in WWE and I don't think being booked as a cruiserweight was top of the list because there's a whole host of other issues that went with that such as missing out on things like DVD revenue and not being in the video game and you know two or five live you don't really go anywhere after that it's not like you can get a big promotion to get on the main roster after that and I think those guys they don't work the road unless they're the champion and obviously this whole situation would never and his contracts and him being frozen out and not being allowed to work and having to job for fucking Enzo Amore. So to turn all of those problems and say, oh, well, he won't want to be a junior and the New Japan Junior Division is put back is just insane. So that said, I would be excited to see him in the Junior Division in New Japan because there's a whole host of great matchups that you could see, you could get a pack against Ishimori. Yep. Kushida, Hiromu when he's better, Skull, Osprey, so Taguchi but there's, there's a ton of guys who would be really interesting to see. But I would be personally more excited to see him as a heavyweight. So I think that offers a whole host of other exciting matchups. And he's 5'8", which is an inch taller than Tomohiro Ishii, who is an established heavyweight. It is the same height as Sho, mm-hmm. but... I guess there's other factors at, at play with Show being booked as a junior now and maybe he won't always be booked as a junior. Maybe that's just in terms of tenure, the fact that he's just recently come back from excursion and he's still kind of got that slight whiff of the young line about him that they wouldn't want to have him immediately be in a heavyweight. But I think Neville or Pack has got the height and the build to, to be presented as a credible heavyweight. So back to your original question. Likelihood of him appearing at King of Pro Wrestling. Now, he has got a lot of buzz about him at the moment. He's one of the hottest properties in wrestling, one of the hottest free agents. So if I were him, I would want to maximise that as best I can. And the way to do that, presumably, would be to try and get your face on as many different promotions as possible. You could do so much. You might want to be on World of Sport and be on ITV, on, on British Terrestrial TV all the other European promotions, uh, WXW, uh, he could have a little run in Ring of Honor, he could do some stuff with PWG. Um So there's a whole host of other things that he could do to build up hype and have some dream matches and get his name out there and make a bit of money before sliding into a full-time role with New Japan. So to me, that brings an element of uncertainty. So I wouldn't put my money on the table and say yes he's definitely going to be going into new japan straight away because there's a a lot of other variables there i think he will end up at new japan at some point but king of pro wrestling that might be a bit too soon i think i would say definitely by next year's best of super juniors if he is going to be booked as a junior which is not given i think he will end up in new japan at some point but king of pro wrestling might be a bit too early so i would give that maybe a a 50 percent chance of happening that's a very long-winded answer i'd like to hear your thoughts no i mean i think that
0: you know he's a guy that that is has been jonesing for work and jonesing to work um just not with that specific company right um wwe and i think you know the, the freedom, and finally, it's kind of like getting—you know—I I would assume getting—you know—your divorce papers, and getting that finalized, and you know, you're a free person at that point. So, I—I uh, I really think it's going to be sooner than later, and I still think he can do all the things that you mentioned and still be uh, involved with New Japan. It might not be a full-on two-year contract, exclusive kind of thing, but I think that you'll see him. Um, at your your PWGs and your WXWs and your Rev Pros and your all all those things, all the uh, all those things that help build a name, uh, Ring of Honor. You know, kind of just get work where you can, and it's a good time to be one of those independent contractors. And you know, he's going to be m- making some serious bank. I'm sure his asking price is not going to be cheap, right? And include that and supplement that with with a New Japan thing. Um, so if I'm him, you know, I, I would want to kind of get in the mix now, get on, you know, make sure that, the listen, the only other opportunity for such a big show, uh, right now is, you know, a new Japan type affiliation, right? You're not going to be on a show that, that outdraws the Tokyo dome for any other promotion, right? You're not going to be... Uh, and you know, even if you consider all in, right, which is a it's a hodgepodge of H H uh, I was going to say H W I, holy fuck, uh, it's a hodgepodge of Ring of Honor and um, New Japan and and other various other promotions. But he would be he would probably be one of those people that would be in the mix for that. Um, the 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 Madison Square Garden show, he'll want to be in the mix for that. That's a nice payday for him there. So uh to establish himself early in new japan uh king of pro wrestling being kind of like the one i would kind of say well, might be the one uh i think he challenges early uh, and i and i do think that he could start as a junior i mean you look at the names who have started as a junior and have and have graduated to heavyweight and have done remarkable things uh, the list is long right? so uh you know and, and you could start with your current iwgp heavyweight champion so uh, no i don't think there's, there's anything wrong with him starting out as a junior uh i think that's quite honestly that's where I would kind of pencil him in the The quality of opponents are high um the i w g p title is not two o five live um i think he would be you know definitely considered one of the top guys in the promotion if he were to win that title um and i and again, I think the, the potential matchups and potential uh, feuds salivating over those so no, I think uh, if I'm him, I would I would sign up early, get there early, and 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 start making some money on, and and really being a true star on, on I don't want to say the independent circuit, but you know the non WWE circuit, he he could do very well for himself. He could be one of those guys. So uh,
1: again, start early, do it now. So I saw lots of stuff on Instagram. I saw uh, I think it was Tamatonga posts trying to basically recruit Pack Neville to the firing squad. I saw the Young Bucks post a picture of themselves looking at an action figure of Neville. So it seems like they are trying to court him if there isn't a deal already in place. But in terms of a faction, do you think he is put into a, a New Japan faction? Because my... Take was I think he'd be a good fit for Suzuki Gun because they don't have again if he is going to be a junior they don't have a junior ace seeing as Kanemaru seems uh, uh, El Desperado is working as a tag with Kanemaru being the junior tag champions so I thought that'd be a good fit for him given that Suzuki Gun have this link to the to Britain and Rev Pro and it seems that that's a place that they go to quite often so it would make sense for him as a British guy to be a Suzuki Gun and. I also quite like the idea of having a Zack Sabre Jr. and Pac tag team for the World Tag League, mm. going on and winning that, and then taking on the Young Bucks at Wrestle Kingdom. So what say you two factions for Pac?
0: Well, if you go down the list and you figure who's who's where already, right? So Bullet Club has Skrull. Chaos has Osprey. Uh,
1: uh, they've got Ishimori as well. Let's not forget. Yeah, that. yeah, Bullet yeah. If you're going, well, yeah. actually, if he counts as Bullet Club. Yeah, firing, the, squad, firing Squad, whatever. Squads. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan of the the offshoots
0: uh let's let's not go down that road again <laughs> hard enough please um um i mean K- Kushida. K- kushida. kushita oh my god, kushida uh is kind of that independent guy that new japan guy you know the if anything toguchi Japan, but then you have toguchi. Um, so where would he fit in uh, faction-wise? suzuki Goon, he's got El Desperado, LIJ's got Bushi. Um, I don't know. I mean, does he have to join a faction? Can he be factionless? Would that be, would that be unheard of in this day and age?
1: I think it would be missing a trick. Again, I've just got this image in my head of... Zack Sabre Jr. and Pack doing these amazing post match promos and slagging people off with their his amazing Geordie accent and then Zack's Kentish accent and I just think that will be really enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, he wouldn't have to be in a faction. But you think if he was put in New Japan long term, that he would be in a faction?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of guys that aren't, and it's like, you know
1: again, factionless
0: people, even though they're not, they're factionless, they kind of are in this subgroup. You know, your Tanahashi's, your, uh, I don't know, is da- would David Finley be Team Taguchi? Taguchi Japan?
1: Yeah, I think he's he's Taguchi affiliated. I guess your you're Tanahashi, Elgin, right. Kishida, people like that. Right, right. They- what, what do they call them? Segi-gun. Yeah. Um,
0: Juice, right? So, yeah, maybe, again... Maybe not a hardcore affiliation, but, you know, kind of intertwined in that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't see him I don't see him going that route, to be honest with you. I see I, I, a, a, a Zach, you know, him and Zach. That would be nice. I won't have any problems with that. I, I, I can see Just that. the dynamics yeah.
1: would, be, would be so good. The contrasting styles with the map-based grappling submissions and then the high-flying stuff. Yeah. I think it would be really awesome. Well, here we go. Here's a question from Kos. He says, top three most wanted matches for PAC in New Japan. Hmm. Well, if we're
0: going, if we're saying juniors, and again, we don't have to, but if we're saying juniors, uh, I would go Kushi, I would go uh, Osprey, I would go Ishimori.
1: Well, I don't know. Am I allowed to say Hiromu? Seeing he's on the shelf.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I would put him in that list. I just don't know when he's going to return. So, I mean, yes, I would put that absolutely high on the list. But being that he's on the shelf a little bit, then I I, I penciled somebody else in there.
1: Yeah, well, again, I, I would sign off on those three choices as well. Now, if we're, so, if we're talking
0: heavies, I mean, Abushi, right, I think would be uh, top of the list. I think Omega, top of the list. Um you know, maybe, what, Okada? I mean, anybody with Okada would be great.
1: But, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a real good start. Yeah, I'd like to see him against Naito because yeah. I think his sort of grumpy, chip-on-the-shoulder attitude against Naito's uh, El Ingobernable persona would be some interesting dynamics there. I like that. I like Sonata, too.
0: You know, I think that would be really good, too. So, Jay White, I think that would be really good. I think I mean look. I think there's 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 countless possibilities. So if you know um, that you could that you could really sink your teeth into. Um, they got they got here's what they have. They have and again nothing's been signed, sealed, and delivered yet. But what they have is the opportunity to bring in a real high quality hot prospect. Uh, not even prospect. A, a legitimate star that they could bring in instantly and have just great matches for for months and maybe years on uh, on end that that's exciting
1: to me that that the possibilities are endless I, i'm in on that okay so the main event of this destruction in kobe show we have uh, the preliminary match for the iwgp heavyweight championship at tokyo dome with the rights holder the g1 climax 28 winner hiroshi tanahashi against the challenger kazuchika okada so there's a bit of uncertainty on this one about mm-hmm. who is going to win this match uh, because some people saying that it wouldn't make any sense for Tanahashi to beat Okada clean considering what happened earlier in the year at Dontaku but it will be the first ever time that someone has lost the briefcase so Damon any further thoughts so, You know, it's something we've discussed already but over the last week has your stance changed on this match and who do you think wins percentage yeah. odds? Well,
0: the the, the the two thoughts that kind of stuck in my head the entire week have been one: you we all know that eventually, one time there is going to be a title defense of that briefcase, and somebody's going to lose it. And to date, again, this is the most plausible chance of that happening. Right to date to me. This is, this is a real opportunity, and it, and, and it could very well happen, um, of Tanahashi losing that briefcase to Okada. It could very well happen. I still think, at the end of the day, headlining Wrestle Kingdom in 2019, January 4th, we will see Tanahashi versus o- uh, Omega. I think that, that is—we haven't seen that match that, and and you know it's 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 a, it's a fresh matchup it's not like we we you know it's not like this would be the fourth time fifth time uh for omega and and okada this is a, this is a relatively fresh non dinged up match and that's not the complaint the second time am i right if, correct yes yes correct um but it's been such a span it feels like uh, between the two I think they could do this and do this. Is it 2016 when they had the match? 16, was it? Yeah. I think so. I'm terrible with dates, so I'm going to say yes. You might have to cage match that as I ramble on. <laughs> the, the, the the I still think that that's, that's where we're headed for, and that's where we're going. So if we're looking for percentages, I can't say 50%. Can I say 50 uh, Joel, I, I gotta be truthful. I'm really split. I'm really split. I'm almost down the middle. Because it could make perfect sense for them to do it. I don't think they will. But they could do it. I'll go sixty forty Tanahashi retains. I'll go sixty forty Tanahashi retains. Uh but this match has so much intrigue, so much um the ramifications are huge. Um, for both people, but I I still think to to as I sit here and and I'll say it for everyone, mark it down, gun to my head, Tanahashi Omega at Wrestle Kingdom.
1: I would say ninety percent chance Tanahashi wins for all the reasons you've mentioned. I, again, I said it before. I don't think they're going to go back to Omega against Okada. I don't think it will make sense for the Okada storyline for him to win and go into the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. I did look it up it was the new beginning in 2016 Mm. that Tanahashi and Omega had their match and so that was all the way back in February 2016 so it will be three years practically three years which is a long time in pro wrestling yeah it is (laughs) yeah yeah it would be inconceivable for me to for for them to keep that match so protected and then not deliver it so yeah, 90% chance that Tanahashi wins yeah So, again,
0: nobody knows the answer to this question. But, again, being that we're doing this, this should be the one to ten scale show. Uh, What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What does your gut say of Kenny Omega sticking around, staying, and successfully defending that title at the Dome? Uh, what what am I scoring this out of out of 10 out of 10 the likelihood of Kenny Omega remaining the IWGP heavyweight champion come January 5th and staying with New Japan
1: at this point I've sort of taught myself into being such a Tanahashi fanboy that I want Tanahashi to win so I'm going to be there in Tokyo Dome shouting go Ace I'll get myself a Tanahashi t-shirt but I don't think he's winning I think Kenny's winning I will give it a 9 out of 10, again, okay. that Kenny wins. And I think he's keeping the belt to Dominion. And I think at Dominion, he loses it to Naito.
0: Mm. Okay. And but and so that means, uh, so right after he loses the title right before that Madison Square Garden show? Uh,
1: no, Dominion is in June so, oh, so oh, right, my my, my, what am i thinking of 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 right before what's right, right before the uh the april shows is that sakura genesis
0: i told you i stink at the name of these shows <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that again that was the interesting wrinkle because i think this sakura genesis show is a, a week before yeah the msg show if i'm not mistaken right. let me look that up okay
0: yeah i think i think that is the case so um yeah if he if he so he would need to hold on to that sh- that that title, through Wrestle Kingdom, through, uh, well, he's not. I don't think he would. He, no, no, he's not going to be in the New Japan Cup. Um, and then defend it successfully against the winner of the New Japan Cup, Sakura Genesis. Then he's 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 wearing the title going into Madison Square Garden. Is what you're saying?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I still think the main event for the Madison Square Garden show would be Ibushi against Omega for the title. Yeah.
0: I, I mean listen I, I I don't but I would have zero problem with it happening, right? I would have no problem with that happening. So, um uh, fingers crossed. I mean I just hope that I I hope New Japan's prepared to pay. I just hope that they understand what it's going to cost and they don't get sticker shock and they don't, you know, you know, get all of a sudden get frugal, and and think that you know they're going to get on the cheap with this. They they can't. They got. They absolutely. I really feel it. The worst thing that could possibly happen is Kenny Omega showing up at like NXT Brooklyn, <laughs> right? That 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 would be horrific. That would be that would be a major, not only a major loss, but I'll I'll say it. And sorry if I'm fanboying it. That would be a that would be a huge deflating of the balloon. Of 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 knowing that that's happening, and that would that would really just suck. I think everybody's everybody wants Madison Square Garden to to have Kenny Omega involved in that show. Um, I think it's important, and I just hope that they they realize that and they know that and and they're going to do everything they can to uh, sign that on the dotted line. And and I will say this too: I think the Bucks are involved in that too. So uh, I hope all three of those are involved in that Madison Square Garden show.
1: You've just made me imagine an NXT main event program between Kenny Omega and Johnny Gargano and all the melodramatic <laughs> bullshit that would entail.
0: <laughs> and now I kind
1: of want to kill myself.
0: <laughs> the facial expressions
1: uh, would be off the chart. You
0: know, like like I said, you know, just having a Lex Luger situation where he shows up at the Mall of America for the first Nitro. You know, that's the last thing you want to see if you're a New Japan fan. Um, that's really the last thing you want to see. So... Again, just make sure, let's, let's let, let, understand, don't get sticker shocked, cry once, cry once, New Japan, write the check, do it, you know you, know you what you need to do,
1: uh, let's not let this one slip through our fingertips. We've got a question here from uh, listener John Enright, who says, out of those three destruction cards, which one shapes up as the better one? So if you could only go to one of them, which one would you be going to? Tanahashi
0: Okada, um, although Ishi and, and Omega is great, but I saw Ishi and Omega. I did see that live um, at Long Beach. So even though that was great and tremendous, and this will be great and tremendous, and all their matches are great and tremendous, I would I, that briefcase. There's a lot on the line there. I think that's a that's a that's a real because I don't think there's any shot. I say this out loud, but well, probably just drinks it. But I don't think there's any shot of Ishii beating Okada for the title. I, I, I mean, Omega for the title. Um, Okada, Tanahashi, there's so much that could go. I mean, even though, again, we're kind of like, oh, Tanahashi's winning this, right, right? There's still, of, of of any of those three main events, that's the one that is the, in question the most. Now, again, I know some of our listeners are like, I want to see fucking cartwheels," so I, <laughs> I
1: want to go to Gocho and uh, Taiji.
0: But no, for me, uh, Okada,
1: Tanahashi, Briefcase, that, that one has the meat for me. That one has the meat. I'm booking my flights to Beppu as we speak. Nice. nice. No, I'm not really, but... Well, i'm all in on this uh cartwheel death match um all right well next show we need to discuss then is the fighting spirit unleashed Ooh, show which is what? sunday september 30th <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i'm scratching my head too uh this is september 30th in long beach Walter pyramid so so far we have three matches announced for this we have iwgp us heavyweight championship between Juice Robinson and Cody. We have the IWGP Tag Team Championship between the Young Bucks and Gorillas of Destiny. And we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament Semi-Final between Will Ospreay and Marty Scott. We have quite a few questions about this show, but just your thoughts on what has been announced so far. Mm. Well, uh, I mean, truth be told,
0: Gut reaction, gun to my head. That's a Ring of Honor show. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. Sorry, that 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 does not get me excited in the least. It really doesn't. Um, sorry, I know I know that there are people that have bought tickets. Not as many as you would think. Not as many as you would think. Um, that again on paper. That's 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 not a sexy lineup to me. Um, I'm I'm, I, I mean, of course I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, that's that's not something that's going to get people to fly out. <laughs> There's not going to be many people flying out for that. I'd be curious as to hear how many people are flying out to that show. I mean, you know, when when they first announced that Long Beach, there were there were there were quite a few, a lot, tons of people flying out second one, less, but, you know, you're flying out. San Francisco, you're flying out to a certain degree. But it's gotten less and less. This one, I don't see many people flying out for this. I And and from what I understand, tickets are, are going okay. I wouldn't go so far as to say sluggish, but I will say okay. Not great. It's, it's not, not, not killing it. Um, by no means is it sold out. So, uh yeah, that lineup's not sexy, Joel. To me, I don't, I don't know about you, but that's not that does us nothing
1: for me. Hi, guys. Editor Dan here. Uh, Joel forgot to unmute his microphone on his uh, recording software, so this is a cameo, I guess. Uh, the question he was about to ask was from Lorraine, and she says, "Why does New Japan book gaijin heavy shows for the U.S.?" I, for one, don't want don't want to watch New Japan just for a bunch of white guys. I can see that at any indie show. So, Damon, take it away.
0: Cheaper. Right, um, I mean, even though Juice pretty much is is you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, I can't guarantee it one hundred percent, but I've almost mistaken if I'm not mistaken, he still lives there. Um, I mean, and, and and the guys that are there, God, they're there a lot, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, they're not bringing in Eugene Nagata for this, right? They're not bringing in. Uh, uh, I'm surprised at at the lack of a, a Tanahashi and a lack of a Okada and a lack of a, a, you know a lot of big names that are not so far at least anyway not announced on the show that could change but um, yeah I I, I kind of feel the same way maybe not expressed that way um, but I, I I feel the same way in the sense of you know it's it doesn't feel like a New Japan show if that this one it feels like look they just had a, a TV taping and Philadelphia for ring of honor just this past weekend did not go because the people that are there, you know, it's like, okay, bucks, Skrull, uh, you know, the, 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 the usual Trent um, you know, I, I, that doesn't feel like it. And again, this was a ring of honor show. So I knew what I was getting myself into with that, but, um, you know, Cody's, you know, that's, that's what it feels like to me. It doesn't feel like a a New Japan event. It feels like one of those War of the Worlds. But truth be told, even worse. You know, it's not like that. That the the I think those the War of the Worlds show, uh, sound you know we're sexier lineups. I just I just the lineup doesn't do anything for me. It really doesn't. Um, and and I, I think that person has a, has a valid point. Uh, again, I maybe it would have expressed it
1: differently, but uh, yes, I, I, I'm I'm in the same boat. Well, looking at on the other side of the coin, count out victory asks: Given the immediate sellout of All In, isn't NJPW leaning heavily on Bullet Club for the US shows a sound strategy? Even if it's not to the taste of the more hardcore fans, you don't see a lot of Lij or Suzuki Gun merch in Takeover crowds. You see a lot of Bullet Club. All right. I'm going to play devil's advocate then. I mean, even though
0: I did say that, you know, Kenny Omega is a driving force in this Madison Square Garden show and Young Bucks, I think, the the same, people bought tickets not because of fucking Jay Lethal, right? People bought tickets not because of Marty Skrull. But maybe, they. you know, I take that back. I take that back. I think Bullet Club has a very hardcore and large fan base. But I really feel like people who bought tickets for this Madison Square Garden show, they really want to see the... The Bushis and the uh, uh, Nagatas and the uh, Evils and the Godos and the uh, uh, Sonatas and, you know, those people. They want to see those people at Madison Square Garden. They want it to be a New Japan show. They're not buying tickets to see the fucking Briscoes, right? No offense to the Briscoes. No offense to Jay Lethal. Um, that, that audience wants to see a New Japan show. So... Um, while I do agree that, that kind of catering to that very large bullet club audience and it is large, we can't dismiss it, um, even with that said, um, I, the people that are going to these shows and you know maybe all ins a little bit different. maybe all in's a little bit different. Listen, they know that it's an important element and, and a, a very important element to, to satisfy that audience. Kenny Omega's, Bucks, Cody, all that—that that's there. But a large segment of that Madison Square Garden audience, well, Ma- Madison Square Garden audience, wants to see a New Japan show. That I can guarantee
1: you. Um, interesting question here from Tejas. He says, "Who do you think Kenny will face at Fighting Spirit Unleashed? So, do you think we're getting another IWGP Heavyweight Title match here?" Um. I mean, I know
0: they can't announce anything until a lot of these title defenses are squared away. Uh, I wish they would do it. I really know what I really wish. I wish they would say, hey, we're going to have this match, and it might or might not be for the IWGP Heavyweight title. You know, just to announce him that he's there and he, this is who he's wrestling. Um, and say, you know, if he wins this match against blah, 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 then it will be for the title. If he loses, then you know, obviously not for the title. Um uh, I'm gonna say probably not. I'm gonna say probably not. I would. I would. Th- That's not to say he won't be on the show in a tag scenario, but I don't think we'll see a defense. No. So what are you thinking? Like a golden lovers match, possibly, or him and Chase, or um, or him and uh, um, in in some type of. Tag scenario, uh, Bullet Club Elite members. I mean Bucks are taken. They, they got GOD. Um yeah, maybe a Golden Lovers. That might not be a that might not that might not be a bad
1: idea. Maybe Golden Lovers against Evelyn and Sonata. I think that would be quite a good match. Honestly, to me, that's the best match of the show
0: <laughs> so far. <laughs> or at least the one I have the most interest in. That that the match that is yet to be announced is the one that I'm most interested in
1: all right well on that note uh aaron asks: in order to adapt to running more international events do you see new japan changing their current practice of not announcing cards until the last minute at least for the us uk shows or does the msg sellout mean that they don't need to worry about altering it
0: they're not altering i can't see that changing
1: um
0: i wish they would i do have uh again not not to bring up a point that we've brought up a trillion times but you know the tickets that were sold for Madison Square Garden are based on the assumption that Kenny Omega is going to be there, and the assumption that the Young Bucks are going to be there. We can't kid ourselves. Now, again, this is a New Japan show, but um, that's 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 a large percentage of people buying tickets. Kind of are like, okay, Kenny Omega's going to be here, right? Uh, and and it's and, and it's hard to do. It's hard to announce a show and a lineup. For April, when it's the end of August, I, I, that's that's very difficult to do. You don't know who's going to get hurt. You don't know who's going to be here. You don't you don't know, you don't know anything, um, and it's and you can't give away storylines that far in advance. So um, that's the way the world it is, right? That's 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 really what it is. Unfortunately, you buy tickets for the name and cross your fingers hoping you're going to get a good
1: show. Okay, well, let's talk a bit about the commentary team because it was announced that Kevin Kelly would be replacing. Josh Barnett. So Rob asks, what are your opinions on the proposed commentary team of JR and Kevin Kelly with both of them being play-by-play guys? I think Kevin Kelly's professional enough and I, and I
0: think JR is, is professional enough that they'll be able to play each other and there're going to be times where Kevin Kelly takes a back seat, and there should be times where JR takes a back seat. Um, I think it'll be fine. I don't th- I don't think it's an oil and water type of thing. I think the strengths of kevin kelly will help propel jr and i think the strengths of jr will not be will be on showcase as opposed to him having to carry the show um, I, here's the thing josh barnett is good but i don't think josh barnett is a great is in the league of a kevin kelly when it comes to professional wrestling broadcasting he's just not and that's a, that's not a bad i mean that, that, who is right you can count him on one hand and you can cut off three fingers um so no, I think it. I think again. I think Kevin Kelly and Jr. are both professional broadcasters that understand what needs to be done, uh, and they will play off each other's strengths. So no, I have no problem. I, I, if, I'm on, if I'm not mistaken, Barnett has a, a uh, he's training a UFC guy or or not a UFC, an MMA guy, and he's going to Japan. So it's just a one off thing. But um, I'm happy for Kevin Kelly. Right? I mean that's that's a, that's a nice spot to be in and a well deserved spot and. A spot where he should be, we all know. So I think, uh, again, I think they'll be able to play off each other well, and they'll, they'll know when to push and pull. And um, I am not worried about that at all. I think it'll be, a, I think it'll be an upgrade. Actually, I think it'll be good.
1: Yeah, agree. Um, I think it'll be good to have uh, Jim Ross with someone who knows and loves the product as well, and will hopefully steer him away from making any glaring errors and getting people's names mixed up. And last question here. The mighty Kyle asks, "How big of a debacle is it for US fans possibly not being able to see Fighting Spirit Unleashed on TV live? With Access airing it on a five-day delay and no confirmation if New Japan will stream it live to the US?" Okay, let me let me make sure I understand this right.
0: So that Long Beach show is not going to be live
1: on Access? No, from what I understand, it's going to be, as Kyle says, on a five-day delay. Really? And it will be streamed on new japan world but not for u.s based people so again i could have this totally wrong but it's my understanding that if you want to watch that show live then you're going to need a vpn if you live in the states so it'll be broadcasted live on new japan world but not
0: for the u.s audience um you need to be outside or you need a hocus pocus on your computer to to, to spoof right am i correct in that Yes, I think so. That's horseshit. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. It's fucking shit. I mean, well, here's the thing. Well, it, here's what it did. It freed up my Friday night, <laughs> right? Right. So I don't have to sit in the house and watch God. All right, cool. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> they fucked themselves on that one. Uh, uh, here's here's what's gonna. Here's unfortunately what's gonna happen. And not that I'm um, advocating it by any stretch of the imagination, but we all know what the fuck's going to happen here. Yeah, right. Begins with a T and it ends in an ornt, right? Right. We all know what the fuck. Don't,
1: don't be so extreme.
0: Uh, Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah, we all know what the fuck's going to, so people are going to be able to watch this. Um, and, and that's the way the world and that's, what's going to happen. So, Uh, If access wants to put it on a tape delay, why, what, what is so important that they can't have it live? Like, what is, what is, what are we going to watch? Leonard Skinner concert on access TV. Like, what are we watching? Like there's nothing that's going to be able to beat the ratings possibility of having that broadcasted live. So that's, 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 cause you're taping it anyway. It's being broadcasted. You mean to tell me you just can't link up the fucking satellite and, 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 and let's go. It's being broadcast. It's not like we have to bring in a crew just for it. It's it's already there. Now I don't know, you know. I, I'm talking about my answer. Maybe.
1: Team. Well, go ahead. Maybe they they want it on a delay so that they can possibly edit out any unsavory <laughs> shenanigans and goings on with you know Jim Ross or any sort of incidents like that. Then honestly, if you're doing that
0: for your show, why the fuck is he even doing it? You know what I mean? If that's a concern, if there's if there was a discussion at a table, and it's like, all right, listen, guys, we can't handle this fucking Jim Ross nonsense anymore. So we're going to tape delay it, and then we're going to edit it. If they're doing that, th- well, don't even hire them. Right? Don't even bring them. Um, no, I. I mean, I don't. I. Uh, there's got to be some some type of live event happening that day on Access TV that that they feel is going to is that is more significant than. A live New Japan show, which uh, which the live New Japan shows again, you don't get ratings for that channel. Like so, like you know, in the states you have, we have you know the TV ratings. For whatever reason, these 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 r- rinky-dink cable networks, they don't they're not involved in the Nielsen ratings, so you don't really know how well it does. But the word on the street is that they do very well. Um, huh? That's a head scratcher. I I I don't have an answer for that. They have to have something there that on that network that is more important to them than this live show. Um, people are going to watch it very quickly. They're not going to wait for New Japan World. They're not going to wait for Access TV. Um, you know, what? let me pump the brakes. The people that are listening to this show aren't going to wait. You know what I mean? The casual pro wrestling fan, the casual New Japan fan, they might wait for Access. I mean, they might, but I think the, the people, the the, the the true fans of New Japan, they ain't fucking waiting. If it's if it's something significant, they're going to find a way to watch this show. So, there
1: you go. All right, then. Um, Let's have a quick word on the Super Junior Tag League, which has been announced for the Road to Power Struggle. So last year, we got a short tournament, but this year we're getting a full Junior Tag League. So what are your thoughts on this? Is that something that interests you and any names or or potential Junior Tag teams that you would hope to see? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that um, I I like the Junior Tag,
0: to be truthful. It's not super duper crazy significant but you know as you get closer toward the the end of the tournament matches usually are really good right um i mean you know you're going to have the usual suspects right um I'm trying to think of like a, like one tag team that that that's different that's completely different that you haven't seen before um i would think that you'll see an ach once again I would think I would think that you would see a flip in here again, right? Um I mean, Ishimori is going to be interesting to say the least. I well, I mean, possibilities are there are are countless. I think Taguchi. should be I mean, the names that that'll be in it – I, I Tag teams, who knows, right? But I think, you know, El Desperados and Kenimaro's are will be in there. I think, obviously, Osprey will be in there. Obviously, Kushida will be in there. Obviously, um, Marty Scurll will be in there and Liger and, and Tiger Mask and all those. So, um, I hope. The, I, here's the thing. I just. I, I'm. I just hope it's something new. I just, so, so hope there's a tag team in there somewhere that's new and fresh. That kind of does well. Um, what that looks like right now, I don't know. I don't have an answer. But um, again, if, if if Neville is here, that that could be. That could raise the game a little bit. Make things a little bit more interesting as well. So a lot of talent, a lot of good stuff. Toward the end, it gets better. Middle, eh, a little sluggish. But I think the matches are usually generally
1: pretty good. Okay, uh, just a quick thing here that I saw Dave Meltzer saying that Ibushi had the greatest G1 ever. What are your thoughts on this? Do you agree, or can you think of someone who off the top of your head had a better G1 than Kota did this year? Kota had a great one. Um,
0: I mean, this year, when you're looking at guys having best G1s, I mean, Ibushi's in the mix. Um... Omegas in that mix too though. Who had a better and and here's the thing, the good news is, is that this year is is really the cream of the crop when it comes to that, right? So, I don't think anybody I don't think in the history of the tournament has anyone had a better year, had, had a better tournament than people in this year's tournament. Does that make sense? Um and and it's either it's between a handful of guys, Abushi, Omega, and Ishi. Who had a better one of those three? I think Omega did. To me, Abushi had a great one, but Omega had a great one minus, you know, the like the the, the Tamatanga match. I, I look, I think it's a valid question. I think it's a valid statement um and it's open for discussion. He had one of the greatest ones ever. But I think Omega's in that mix, too. I think it's between those two. Even though Ishii was my MVP. um, You can make that argument, Joel. I, I, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to think of another name that had a tournament as great as Ibushi. And, and the, uh, the only other name that really comes to mind is, you know, consistently. Maybe Okada. Maybe Okada. No, I mean, it's debatable. I think Omega and Ishii, excuse me, Omega, but Ishii's got to be in the mix too. That's a hard one. I don't know. I mean, it depends on what side of the bed I wake up on. It really does. Uh, I think any of those guys, you could make the argument for having the best G1 ever.
1: Yeah, I think I would maybe give the edge to Ibushi at the moment just because he had that extra match, which of course gives him an unfair advantage over guys like Omega and Ishii who didn't. Mm. But the fact that he made the most of it and had such a spectacular performance against Tanahashi, I think, puts him in front. And I can't think... I mean, obviously, I haven't been watching for that long. Trust I me, mean, there really wasn't. I mean, there have been good
0: tournaments, but there hasn't been a single guy to have just absolutely stellar matches, you know, one it or another it or another it or another, like an Ibushi or an Omega or... Um, I mean, again, the closest one I could probably think of is maybe Okada, but... Um a year ago or or maybe even two years ago. Um but I don't think that comes close. It's that's 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 a that's a good that's a, a really great question. I'd be I'd be curious as to hear what other people have to say about that. Um like Muda, no. Chono, no, Hashimoto, no. Um and again, they've had great matches in G1. I don't want to discredit that, but to have like a a a series of matches that have just been off the charts. Hase, no. Tenzan, no. Nagata, no. Uh I mean really that's Nakamura? I don't think so. Uh Godo, no. That's 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 a good question. I, I and I and I think Ibushi and Omega are at the top of the list, I, I really think you have to put them there.
1: And I would also like to give Ibushi extra credit for actually having an exciting match against Tamatonka. Actually I think it was probably Tamatonka's best match of the G one. So throwing that out there, yeah, he, I'm gonna say yes, greatest G one ever. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He might just just for that alone, he uh he might get
0: the crown. So good for him.
1: All right, um, next question then. Let's talk a bit about Matt Riddle, who has signed with WWE, he's appeared on NXT, and in just the most amazing coincidence, Damon, it, the offer from New Japan was on the table, and just when he was about to sign with New Japan, suddenly the call comes from Stanford, mm. and he gets that offer from NXT. Isn't isn't that just remarkable? Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I don't think that's uh, shocking. Um,
1: I've got a question specific yeah. to this from Praetorian Guard 14 he says with NJPW recently losing out on Matt Riddle and Keith Lee do you think they're at a serious disadvantage when it comes to recruiting indie talent from the US and Europe going up against the WWE do you see any possible big wins for them on the horizon when it comes to talent acquisition it's it's a struggle I, you
0: know I don't think anybody can, can doubt that right it's WWE is is the monster by a large margin, and that margin is growing. Or excuse me, it's closing. But you know, I can't sit here and and say that it's not um, the, a monster. And they can the minute the minute Matt Riddle showed up at NXT and Keith Lee showed up at NXT, they became more famous and they became bigger stars. That's the honest to God truth. Um, so that 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 idea is, you know, can't can't be discounted. Second thing is is that you look at all the people that are in NXT. I mean, up and down that roster, it's not like Matt Riddle is not familiar with just about everybody on that roster already, right? Right out of the gate, um, Keith Lee you could say the same thing. Right from all the independent workings, you know, every everybody on that roster: Adam Cole, Frederick Strong, uh, uh, Ricochet. Uh, you know, the list is long. Now, I, I I don't have to go through the entire fucking roster. And you go down to Orlando, and you train down there at a, at a state-of-the-art facility, and again, the quality. Of, of what the output of that facility is can be debated, but it's still a top-notch sports training facility that rivals that of in, an NFL team or a Premier League team or an NBA team or an NHL team. State-of-the-art facility for pro wrestling. Uh, and the opportunity to make lots of money as opposed to making lots of money and kind of being your own boss, which is not, you know, sometimes, you know, the the lure of being that independent contractor is both good, and they've they've done it for years. But sometimes you just want to be like, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to be that independent contractor. I want to be a, I want to have a little bit of security. I want a little bit of being able to provide for my family. And and my nest egg. So, yeah, it's hard, it's tough. And no, I don't think that there's any coincidence that Matt you know, all of a sudden got this magical offer. But again, being in Evolve helps as well, right? There is that kind of, you know, m- couple tears down connection that Evolve has and the relationship that they have. But, you know, you could say the same thing about progress, right? He's Matt Riddle's worked for progress many times. And I believe, um, I believe, has Keithley ever worked for progress? I don't think so. I think he's more Rev Pro. pro. Uh, Anywho, uh, it's tough. And everybody knows it's tough um unless you're a WWE guy that that is unhappy with his current direction and current state of affairs and you want to change and you want to, and you want to be that independent contractor you know that's that's the lure for people that are you know have that security and all that and maybe they're just not happy with their career so it works both ways the good news is is that hopefully there is an option for either Way you want to decide to go? If you want that security of WWE, great, take that ball and run with it. If you're in WWE and you're like, you know what, I think I could do better on my own, you have that opportunity to make money and and, and have a career and 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 do well for yourself. So, as long as there's that, I'm happy. Um, it's when there's not that there's that there's the problem. So, um, am I disappointed? Yes, but 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 it's not like New Japan didn't have their fucking opportunities when it came ex- specifically to Matt Riddle. It's not like they didn't have their fucking opportunities. they chose to not have to deal with Matt riddle and you know his uh relaxation methods we'll call it so um it is what it is. they had their chance they didn't take it w w. e did let's see what happens
1: okay shall we move on then to our wrestle Kingdom thirteen prediction Let's do or, it or fantasy booking if you will. Uh, who would you like to go first? You can go first, uh, or you know what? I'm more curious to hear yours because here's the
0: thing: I don't think mine are that sexy and that exciting and that like out of you know. It's not really crazy. I really think that they go a little bit conservative when it comes to Wrestle Kingdom, um, and 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 well, they should. I think I don't think they have to go crazy. I do think that again, we're in for surprises. I do think that we're in for people that we recognize and names that we recognize showing up. But with that being said, um, I really feel like right now, main event is Tanahashi Omega. Right? I, I just think that that's where we're going to be. So that headlines. Um, now the question is the Intercontinental title, and I think that is a, more of a question mark for me than anything. I still think that Jericho will be losing that title before Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and I really think it's against Naito. So I think Naito has the title going into the Dome show. Now, the question is then, who is he defending against? I don't see an okada J White being a Tokyo Dome match. I just can't see it. And I know that the year, just last year, we had Tanahashi and Jay White in a pretty decent singles match. And I know that All roads lead to Okada, Jay White, right? Chaos faction split, that whole nonsense. But I just can't see Okada not being in a semi-main event. So I'm saying Naito, Okada, Intercontinental title. Tag match, I I think that somewhere along the lines, Young Bucks lose their titles. I still think it's going to be a Young Bucks, G-O-D, tag titles. Junior title, I see Osprey holding that title going into the dome, possibly Neville, right? That might be the, the, the location uh, for that match, Neville winning a title. Uh, the Never Openweight title, I think by the time the dome ro- rolls around, Zach will have it. Um, and I have penciled in Sonata. I have Sonata and Zach. And then the U.S. Uh, title, I think Cody wins this title. Uh, he'll have it going into the dome. And I have penciled in Jay White. Because I think Jay White has got to be in a singles match and a pretty decent high one. Um, So those are my main matches. But that leaves a pretty big pile of names that don't have a singles match. Goto. Ishii. Ibushi. Suzuki. Kushida. Ishimori. Evil. Fale. Hangman Page. Skrull. All these people do not have singles matches. Now... Could there be a combination of three ways and multi-man tags? And Yeah, I'm sure there will be. And again, we don't have the never six-man titles defended on this because that's a nonsense belt, and they're just going to throw that together. Um, so those are the biggest names that I feel that don't have anything going into the dome. And again, you have your Rumble. I think the easy slots there are Nagata, Taguchi, Nakanishi, Liger, Tiger Mask, and then a mix of other people. Um also, Elgin. We don't have Elgin in that mix of Goto, Ishii, Ibushi. So, uh, Suzuki. So, there are names that are going to be left out in the cold, multi-man tags, uh, and maybe they're in the mix for some of these other titles in, in other slots. Taichi, there's another name, that that's not in there. But of those singles matches, those important matches, again, I went Tanahashi Omega on top, Naito Okada, uh, Neville Ospreay,
1: Zack Sonata, and Cody J-White. Okay, we have two matches in common with our cards. So I went less with what I think was going to happen and more stuff that I would be interested in, stuff that would make me really excited about my my impending trip to Tokyo. So opening the show, I've got the junior tag team championship match between the champions, Kanemaru and El Desperado, against ACH and Taguchi against Roppongi 3K. I've gone for one triple threat on this card, because I don't really like triple threats, but I didn't want to have Kanemaru Desperado against Roppongi 3K again, so I thought I'd throw ACH and Taguchi in there to freshen it up a bit. Uh, then I would have the never six-man clusterfuck in there, because it's a good way to get everyone on the card. And Actually, I kind of like that gauntlet match. It's quite fun. You get some funny spots in there. So we'd have G.O.D. and Ishimori defending against L.I.J., you know, uh, Sonata, Evil, Bushi... Mighty Skull, Hangman Cody, Yano, Beretta, Yoshihashi, those kind of teams. Mm-hmm. Then, US title match, I've got Juice Robinson defending against Kota Ibushi, who I think beat him during the G1, so will come to claim his match okay. against uh, Juice, his title shot. The IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team title match. I've got the Young Bucks defending against World Tag League winners, Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki, Ooh. who will also be holding the uh, Rev Pro titles. So like that. not title versus title, but uh, add a little bit of extra prestige to that. Then Junior Heavyweight title match. Same as you. I've got Ospreay against Pac. Uh, I, let's say that Pac appears... At King of Pro Wrestling after Osprey wins that mini tournament to attack him and challenge it. And we've got a little Battle of Britain situation going on. Then for the never openweight title, Goto is still the champion and he is defending the title against Kushida. Ooh. So Kushida finally making the move up to heavyweight and taking on Goto. Or actually, maybe he's not even moved up to heavyweight. Maybe he's still a junior and this is truly embracing the openweight nature of the title. So anyway, Goto against Kushida and in a match that would hopefully make Kushida, even though he loses, into a credible heavyweight. Then in the third match from the top, in the battle for chaos leadership, in a surprising twist, we got Kazuchika Okada taking on Tomohiro Ishii. Oh. So everyone's expecting Jay White to challenge for the chaos leadership. But let's say Jay White challenges Tanahashi for the briefcase but at King of Pro Wrestling, but loses comprehensively and goes in a different direction. And then Okada is still in his funk. He's lost his challenge to Tanahashi, and it takes his own teammate, Ishii, to try and help knock some sense into him and get him out of this funk by having a serious, hard-hitting match. Then, semi-main event, like you, i got Tetsuya Naito beating uh suzuki no not suzuki chris jericho to get the intercontinental title back and i've got texu naito defending the intercontinental title against jay white mm. who in an, an attempt to reestablish some credibility for himself attacks naito goes after the head of one of the other leading factions to try and make a name for himself and, and stir up some chaos no pun intended and then main event omega against tanahashi so that would be my card.
0: I like your so, card not better. Not
1: necessarily what I think is going to happen, but i just I'll try to come for some fresh matches there.
0: I like your card much better, just to say the least. Um, the idea of Young Bucks, Suzuki and Zach uh, attack, that really is salivating. Uh, yeah, and I think Naito, Jay White, I think Jay White's got to be in, the, in, in, in a high up mix. And again, I had him penciled in for US. Um, but that, that, that makes sense to me. Um, Okada low on that show against Ishii. Um, I mean, I like the match. I like the idea of that match. And then and, and again, it kind of harkens back to, you know, Ishii never got his title shot <laughs> beating him in G1 a few years ago. Uh, so I would like to see that. I like your card a lot. Um, I just, that's the Okada's the, the only monkey wrench for me. Just that seems a little low for him, but um, yeah, I mean, but so, so, so with that being said, though, I mean, I think we're both in agreement that, that Jericho does not hold that title going into Wrestle Kingdom, correct?
1: Well, it's funny you should say that initially I thought it would be good to have Jericho against Juice Robinson in an IC versus US title unification street fight. Uh, My thinking there was that Jericho in his last match before he leaves New Japan helps to establish, basically make Juice Robinson into a star, like a credible main eventer by having a, you know, a brutal bloody war with him. Mm -hmm. You know, carkening back to the days of like Triple H against Cactus Jack in the the early 2000. So that was my thinking and get rid of one of those belts because there's too many singles titles. But, then having that match made it difficult to fit other people on the card. So in the end, I decided to get rid of it. All right. I, I mean, I like I like that a
0: lot, um, a lot better than God. That's for fucking sure. The tags. Uh, again, the, my only my only question would be Okada. Um, but yeah, I, I like that show a lot. I like the idea of Kushida moving up. We're all waiting for that. So um, again, we got plenty of time. We got plenty. We pl- we got we to get through these shows. And again, that briefcase defense is going to be. Uh, priority one, uh, along with uh, Omega defending against Ishii. And th- those are the priorities, and they're right around the corner, so both should be fun. Uh, and then right around the corner, we got All In. Uh, again, I don't think we'll see any title ramifications or anything major coming out of that, except uh, in- an exciting, fun show. My only problem with that right now, with that All In show, Joel, is the the price tag that's associated with it. I mean, that's, that's, what,
1: 30-something bucks for, for a show? Um, let me ask you this. Are you dropping 30 bucks to watch this? No, honestly, I've got very little interest in watching this. Um, I'm interested in the two main events, and I'm interested in the Okada against Mike's Skull match, but aside from those three matches, it just doesn't interest me. What what can I say? It's just like, a, like one of those kind of wacky WrestleMania weekend shows. I'm sure it will be a lot of fun, but it's not something that I'm going to be putting money on the table to watch. Yeah, um, depends
0: on what I'm doing. I'll, I'll give you that. If I'm, which the likelihood is unlikely because it is a holiday weekend for us here in the states, so it's the end of our summer season, unofficial end of summer. But you know, it's uh, you know, it's a big party week. So uh, depends on really what's going on. If I'm if I'm home, I say there's a there's a sixty percent chance. Maybe 70. If I'm not doing anything, I I might pop that on. But if I'm out, I'm out with friends, I'm not rushing home to watch. And uh, I'll I'll look for the news, see if it's good to to, to catch, and then um, if there's anything interesting, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I can find
1: it somewhere. All right, so... We've covered all the things I wanted to discuss. Now we've just got a massive bag of questions left. So let's attack these. I don't know if we'll get through all of them. Anything we don't get through, we may say for next week. So let's start off with uh, our good friend, Nicole, who does such great work moderating our Discord channel. So Nicole asks, uh, based on the most recent episode, what are the 10 moves Joel would ban from New Japan? Now, I don't think I actually said I would ban anything. I said that if these... if there were these 10 moves stop being used it wouldn't bother me so it's not that i actively have a problem with them but that said um canadian destroyer and spanish fly yeah they can get the fuck out of here immediately because they look ridiculous the shoot headbutts i wouldn't miss those the dangerous stuff like the what was it the release phoenix plex the one that that did hiromu's neck in again i could quite happily never see that one again Things like, you know, top rope dragon suplexes like the one we got at Wrestle Kingdom Eleven Again, for me juice isn't worth a squeeze. It's not the the excitement I get from watching that is not worth the potential injuries that it entails. But again that said it's not that if I see these moves I get offended and think, Oh, how dare they, I'm not gonna watch this anymore. Like these are trained professionals, they're adults. It's their choice what they want to do with their bodies. Um what about you, Damon? Any egregious moves that you would add to the the list. Um,
0: I'm not a big, f- like, I'm not offended by moves. Again, I kind of subscribe to that same feeling of the big boys, the trained professionals, they're going to do what they think is right. Um, that being said, I think the only one, and again, I like a headbutt in the sense of, uh, You know, like Ishii diving his head into someone's chin or chest or neck. I'm down for that. That's no problem there. It's those... If we can work a headbutt, that'd be great. You you know the headbutt I'm talking about. The clunking of heads headbutt.
1: That's the one I could do. That one... Was it Shibata against Ishii at Wrestle Kingdom? And you could hear that echo out through the whole Tokyo Dome. That skull on skull... And that just made me feel sick. Yeah, that's that's one we can. That's if I'm not, if, if
0: really that's the only one. All the top rope stuff, all the apron stuff, all the all that. Um, you know, look, uh, I'm I'm not going to tell somebody not to do something. Um, it it's the headbutt. It's, it's the it's the it's the there's no good that can come. Just like what what what, is, what did you just say? The, the 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 juice is not worth the squeeze. Is that what it is? I like that saying. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that specifically when it comes to those headbutts. It's just, yeah, there's, there's got to be something better you can do. And, again, we're specifically talking about that headbutt, Shibata and and Okada. Again, remember, they went another 10 minutes, it felt like. You know what I mean? So that headbutt meant nothing in that match. I can't say it meant nothing, but it really didn't, you know, it wasn't like it was a finish, right? It was, they had 10 more minutes to go before that headbutt. Um, so, yeah, that, that I would start and end there.
1: Okay, uh, next question then from the Discord. Uh, Xavier or Xavier. Uh, are either of you thinking about going to any of the indie shows during the G1 Supercard of Honor weekend this coming year? good chance of seeing Walter Daisuke Sekimoto, maybe even some other New Japan stars like Will Ospreay. Now, this is something you mentioned to me. But uh, given that I'm supposed to be there taking my wife on holiday for spring break, I don't know if I can justify going to two wrestling shows. So I'll probably give that one a miss. But Damon, it sounds like you are interested in going to that. Yeah. So tickets for the WrestleCon
0: show go on sale this week so uh yeah i already uh, have people that have sent me some cash ola and uh i'll be going to that on thursday night um so right now friday night is open but i'm sure somebody's going to be running whether it be ring of honor whether it well not ring of honor my bad um progress or evolve or um yeah I, i'm here's the thing that weekend uh we're gonna hit as many as we can and, again, I'm trying to have social obligations as well. So, uh, you know, I don't want to go all pro wrestling for 24 hours. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to hit as many shows as we can. It really, is, it's the logistics of it at this point. Like, so I'm I'm about an hour and a half away from New York City. So um, I'll be driving a lot. We're looking at hotel rooms, but we're kind of like, right, what am I well, – if I don't have to pay for it and I can just power through and and, and drive home – um, we could do that or maybe you know we kind of just go halfway maybe we just get a hotel room and like uh i don't know like edison or something like that and kind of work it from there so um lots on the table but yes yeah, so i will be going to as many shows as possible barring any other uh, obligations that i might have that
1: week okay uh jw thompson on twitter says how do you think the olympics in 2020 will disrupt the g1 climax will we see a switch in the formation uh, the format of the tournament that's a great question um I don't know if we'll see a, a switch in the
0: format, but uh, you might see uh, scheduling moved a little bit, right? You might see the the that time block that you know it might be moved up a little bit, it might be moved back a little bit, um, and you'll probably be staying out of uh, Tokyo proper for you know the times that the Olympics are there because venues are going to be booked up for the Olympics. Um, so yes, I think that that will be a logistical nightmare for whoever has to put that together, but they'll figure it out and they'll be, they'll, they won't be in Tokyo during that time. That's for darn sure.
1: Question from Glosier. How do you feel Velveteen Dream would fare in NJPW? Uh, I don't think it would be a good fit no. personally because I don't think his work is good enough. He is very green and clumsy.
0: Yes. Um, now again, gimmick aside, right? Um, it's, it's, I don't think it's a great fit ring wise but again if he's willing to go to the dojo and do it juice style uh I would have no problem with that but no I do not want him to come in and 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 all of a sudden you know be in contention for a title if he wants to come in dojo again juice Robinson is the perfect example uh but he's thing I don't think that that's in his future i don't think he would want to do that um i think he's pretty content of where he is right now in his in his role um with NXT.
1: Noah's penis, what does the J in Super J Cast stand for? Jaw. <laughs> right? I mean that's that's what I think of when
0: for the J. Um I think of jaw. I think it's super jaw cast, yeah.
1: You flatter me. Ah. I was thinking um uh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna try and think of something creative and and get back to you on that one jerk offs super Super jerk offs (laughs) (laughs) super jerk offs (laughs) that's much better that's it that's official that's canon yeah There you uh okay uh no you you are correct it is the super joel cast but it's actually the other joel that is referring to it's london London joel okay
0: nice yeah okay good
1: so he's written in with a question saying charlton protested their ownership by throwing crisps onto the pitch. I don't know if you saw this, yeah. but uh, Charlton Athletics this football club, are apparently so short sure on money that the staff in the office, I think, were told not to eat crisps so that it wouldn't leave crisp crumbs everywhere and it would save on cleaning <laughs> bills. Now, I I may have that wrong, but this is how I understood it. So the fans protested this by buying like hundreds and hundreds of packets of crisps and throwing them onto the pitch at their match at the weekend. Wow. It wasn't incredible. It did upset me a lot for all the wasted crisps. Uh, Joel says, could you see this happening in wrestling? Snack-based protests rather than the outdated boo or yay. And I said, like, my dream, if I was a wrestler, would be like the kind of Okada rainmaker thing, but the crisp maker and being showered with crisps as I entered the ring. Yeah, I don't
0: think you'd make it to the ring. You'd be counted out every match eating chips, eating crisps. Um, yes. <laughs> another count, out, Joel. Come on. Um, well, when the first long beach show was uh, scheduled, you know, and everybody was kind of giving their fantasy scenarios of who was coming over and who wasn't and all that. Yes. Uh, kuch- yeah. Everybody was going to bring bread and everybody was so psyched up. Like, literally, this arena was going to be chock full with French bread and pastry and
1: whatever. All these type of okay. What what bread would you throw at Kojima then? Like you don't want to throw something too hard. Like you're not going to throw a baguette because no. you might hurt him. I think it's maybe shibata. something soft. I think
0: it's shibata bread, and 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 because it's, it's almost easy to throw, like a frisbee almost. Right? It kind of
1: has that. Not a not a katsuyori ciabatta.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, that one hurt. That one hurt my that. I think my liver just fucking ruptured. <laughs> um, I'm here all week. Yes. Uh, but i but everybody was going to bring some type of bread product when he came out and not that we were going to throw it at the ring uh that w- certainly wasn't the but we were going to shower him with with bread um and that never happened because he was not there so um yes that is that is all, i'm all in for the see i can't i'm I, i'm not all in anymore for the for the snack based rooting because uh i'm trying to watch my my figure um so we'll see uh Ah, I can see you with the crisps, though. Welcome to the ring.
1: Oh, what a, what a nightmare. All right, very good. What else? What else do I got? Rory says, given that Bullet Club Chaos and Suzuki Gun have their token Brits, which European guys would you think would fit the other NJPW factions? Um, I would say I would not put anyone else in LIJ. I think LIJ is perfect as it is. Yep. But could you see any other European people being a good fit for the other factions? Um, I mean, let's say... I mean, the, the big one that everyone will want them to sign will be Volta. So let's say they do get Volta. Which faction do you think he would be a good fit for? Maybe he's not British. Um, it said uh, European guys. European guys. Okay. So oh, okay. he's what, Austrian?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Where would he be a good fit? Uh.
1: I don't think he fits any of them, no. you know. He seems like a kind of lone wolf kind of guy, doesn't he? He doesn't need teammates to like, back him up. I'm just thinking of like, what is
0: the, what factions already have, and it feels like factions already have everything they need. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe Suzuki Gun, because they don't have that that like that big bruiser, right? Like Lij has Evil and Chaos has Ishii and Goto, um, like a big bruiser Suzuki. Well, they have they have. Izuka, if you want to call him that.